And now, welcome to Like a Boss. Insights with influencers, creatives, online entrepreneurs, and badasses like you. Here is your hostess, Heather Havenwood, Chief Sexy Boss, helping you rise to the top. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Like a Boss Podcast, where we help influencers create other influencers and helping you rise to the top. So as many of you know, I went to FinCon back in Orlando a couple of weeks, months ago, and I, of course, stalked a few of the really cool speakers there. And today I'm going to be interviewing one, and I have a really fun story that he doesn't even know about that I'm going to share with you about my (laughs) semi-stalking. So, and I'm not a stalker, but it's like, it's kind of a privilege when someone goes, I've stalked you online. You're like, oh, that's so sweet. Um, But not in life, right? So uh, Leslie Samuel, are you there? I'm here. Ta-da. Okay, Leslie, thank you so much for being here. So people are like, who is Leslie? Let me introduce you to who Leslie is. Leslie Samuel is the creator of Become a Blogger and the host of the Blogging with Leslie podcast, where he teaches the craft of professional blogging, changing the world one blog at a time is the mission he constantly strives for. As a former university professor, he has a passion for education. He founded and later sold Interactive Biology, a blog dedicated to make biology fun for students and teachers worldwide. As the head of the training for the Social Media Marketing Society, he helps ensure that social media marketers get the training they need to stay on the leading edge of social media. Well, that's cool. That will work. I think you're here in the right place. I mean, that works, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Good. Okay. I'm, I'm great. curious. I'm curious to hear this story now. Stalking like, story? Is, I'm like, okay, let's get past this bio thing. <laughs> I want to know this, this stalking stuff. The stalking story. Yeah. So here's the thing. I, you know, I speak on stage, right, uh-huh. Leslie? And so yeah. one of the worst things I hate beyond ever is I never wait in line to talk to people. Like, okay. you know, because people wait in line for me and it's super sweet. I love it. But at the same time, like I kind of had this, like, I will never do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I am your equal. Like, why would I do that for you? So I, I do that super snobby that way. I've been in the, uh, I'm in the speaker business since 2001. So I have that. Okay. So I saw you speak and what I loved about you is that you're very teacher, like educational. I learned like a yeah. lot of good stuff. And so, and I go to speaking gigs all the time, you know, speakers and events, all that. And I was like, Oh my God, I really want my podcast, but I'm not going to be one of those weird girls that are like, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to be the, in, the in-person stalker. <laughs> right. 
like in line, like, hi, I'm gonna be like waiting in line to talk to you. Like, no, oh, my god, this is, is not, so great. That is not my, yeah, oh my god, you're so amazing. Yeah, I'm so not doing that. So, I don't know if you remember how I, I approached you. I don't Do you, remember exactly, but it was, it was, I, I remember it was quick. Yeah, and boom. It, it was like a, 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 a drive by card handing or something of this sort. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want the whole like, oh, you know, I don't know. There's something weird about that. So, yeah, that's, I was pretty super quick. I think I waited till I went in the back and I waited till you had like people left you in the mm-hmm. line. But I didn't wait in the line. I waited like way in the back. And I got you like in a moment, you know, you're like kind of moving. I'm like, Hey, look, here's the deal. This is what, you know, I'm going to be reaching out to you. And then I reached out to you via Instagram. Remember? And you know, what's, you know, what's interesting about it because you're talking about the way you did it right now, the way you did it actually made me like a little curious, like, Hey, what's this Heather girl all about? Like, who, who is this Heather person? So when I got the email, I actually was very curious. I went and I checked out your stuff and so oh. on. So it's really cool. So you stalked me back. I like, did. Yeah. It was like a mutual stalking. A mutual stalking? <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah, I'm kind of weird that way. I did. I reached out to you via Instagram and, yep. and kind of was like, I met you, but like, this is not weird. So, hey. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to respond to you. Uh, yeah, I did. I actually, I actually asked Robert Roberto Blake Roberto Blake. Well. Yeah. And if he, if you ever get a chance to talk to him, the story with him was even like better. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, going, I was going for the best story. You just messed it yeah, up. Yeah, no, just like it's not this bad. I mean, I came in like more of like a torpedo, <laughs> and I was like, look, here's the deal. And if you like, give me, and he like gave me his cell phone number, and I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. okay, bye. You know, I just don't like whole like the whole waiting in line thing. I got you. I got anyway, you. I think you're amazing. It was well, thank you very much. You and Roberto, because you both of you guys are awesome. Well, we appreciate. Well, I appreciate it, and I'm sure he appreciates it as well. <laughs> I totally gave him hell. He was a lot of fun. Okay, so let's talk about blogging. So, is blogging dead? Let's start at the very beginning. We love to share your personal story about how you got involved in this, which is super fun, and we're more than happy to do that. But I kind of want to start at some guts here for a second, yeah. which is, is blogging dead? That is a great question. I love when people add, ask that question, because when you think about it, everyone is all talking about social media is this, social media is that, and I love social media. Uh, but then everyone else, everyone freaks out when, oh, Facebook updates the algorithm, YouTube updates the algorithm. What are we going to do? Is blogging dead? The question is, is business dead? Because the way I look at, biz, uh, at blogging is you owning your own platform around which you can build a business, a platform that you own, that you control, that, that Facebook's algorithm isn't going to determine what you do on your platform. Uh, is blogging dead? No. In a world where social media algorithms are sending us all over the place and making us wonder what we're going to do on these platforms, it is not dead. It is alive and well. And I think we're going to be seeing more and more people realizing that what they do on social media isn't something that they own and they're going to be focusing on trying to build their own platforms. And I think that's what we all need to do. Um, so what you're saying is blogging's kicking it. It's still kicking. Is that oh, what you're it, saying? Oh, it definitely is. If it wasn't, I wouldn't be able to feed my family. And right. that would be kind of rough. You know, I got right. bills to pay. <laughs> right. I get that. So I want to share real quick. This is a great story. This is a case study and, and uh-huh. people in the, in the, 
case study you may or may not like, but I just want to like under, I want to feed into what you're saying is true. Yeah. Right. So uh, many may know, I don't know, uh, um, Alex, uh, you know who that is, InfoWars. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. All right. So Alex basically got shut down on all social media this year. Mm-hmm. Alex Jones. So YouTube, Facebook, uh-huh. Twitter mm-hmm. within about a week. Yeah. Well, a Twitter few days. hung on. Twitter hung on for about like a week. They're like, well, he's fine. And then they got the shutdown. Probably they got a phone call from Google Man or Facebook. <laughs> like, dude, you got to like be in this. You got to be in Exactly. Let's, let's do this together. Us. Yeah, let's do this together. And so they're like, all right, fine. So they shut him down. And I think it's really interesting because it was political, whatever. Y'all have your own view. doesn't matter. The point is within seconds, within a day, his entire streaming platform was gone. Yeah. And he had to rely on 100% on his site. Yes. And email marketing. And now he's created an app, right? Yep. So, which I'm surprised, I, you know, Apple's still allowed that because it's Apple. But it's a really good point. At any time, the terms and conditions of any platform can alter. And the moment you put that content out there, will change. So, I'm really glad you said that. Somebody might say, yeah, yeah but that's Alex. Uh, his, his stuff was really out there. I can understand he, he, he loses that platform because he was just crazy. Whatever your viewpoints are. Right. However, right. I've been doing this now since 2008. So it's been 10 years. And I can't tell you how many people I've seen fall by the wayside because of a platform change. Yeah. Because these platforms aren't making these changes based on your business. They're doing it based on their business interests. So you have to have your own platform. They call it the Google slap and the YouTube slap and the Facebook exactly. slap. And, you know, I've been around since 2001. I just had my 11 year anniversary. Oh, man. You, you started, you know, in 2005 or whatever. And I'm just laughing because I'm like, <laughs> why do I feel so old? 11, <laughs> you're 11 years old on Facebook. And I, I kind of want to be like, Half the millennials aren't even that age yet. <laughs> um, I'm kidding, you guys. That gave me a hard time. Oh, so here's the thing. I think you're right. I love that. I love that that's your particular viewpoint. I think all business owners rely a little bit too much on social media. Exactly. You know, Instagram, you know, the algorithms, LinkedIn, you try to control it or try to hack the algorithms. At the end of the day, they can change tomorrow. By the time you figure it out, they're hacked. You know what I mean? So uh, that's when people ask me is email dead. I'm like, seriously? No, Um, (laughs) absolutely not. Definitely not dead. Okay. Let's move into it. So let's talk about niches. Okay. Yep. Do you, are you in your consulting business with this? Do you either help people find their niche or do you consult on some of the best niches to go in from a different perspective? Do you, do you kind of go both sides or what do you, what are you talking about? I, I come from the perspective of finding your own niche by first of all, looking at the things that you are passionate about. Uh, what, what are you into? If you're going to build a business and work from home or work from wherever you want to be working, make it something that you actually enjoy. But I mean, you can enjoy certain things all you want. If nobody else enjoys it, you're not going to build a business about it around it. Right. right? So you right. have to make sure to then take these passions and then look and do some research and see, hey, are there people that are into this same stuff as I am? And not just that, 
are they searching for specific things and are they spending money? You could build a blog on any topic you want, but if you're trying to build a business, you want to make sure that people are spending money on it. So for me, it's a combination of taking your passions, doing some research, maybe some key, basic keyword research, and also looking at if people are spending money online in that particular niche. I think once you have that kind of, those three things taken care of, you have something that's potentially a, a great blog idea. All of a sudden, I'm not hearing you. I don't know if that's on my end. I said, what do you blog? It's a funny. I was putting on mute because I was moving around. I oh, I got you. Have, I want you to have everything, Leslie. So what do you blog about? Blogging? What do, what do I blog about? Right now, I blog about blogging. How do you, how do you, how do you start an online business with a blog? Okay. In the past, I, I actually just sold my blog last year. That was a blog about biology. Uh, because that was one of the things that I was passionate about. And um, I built that for a few years, and then I sold it last year. Nice. Congratulations. So when did Thank you, you start much. that? How many years ago did you start that? Yeah, I started that back in 2010. Okay. Okay. Wow, that's a long time ago. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, okay. So first of all, I was pre-med, and I hated biology. There you go. There's, there's, <laughs> that's there's, a bad combination, pre-med and hated biology. That's I did. That's, that's so I work. didn't like, so what I didn't like, okay, was when we had to um, dissect the frogs. Oh, the best part. What's, that. what's up with that. that? Disgusting. For, what is the, like, this, the fumes of the... Formaldehyde. Yeah, and the formaldehyde. Oh, and the then, memories. Like, oh, the, and then you open it up and then you like, your frog sits there for like a couple weeks. And then you have all the amazing parts inside of it and understanding how it all works together to make life happen. Isn't it a beautiful thing? No. I just <laughs> want to know, is my frog a female or male? Like, <laughs> no one can tell me. And I was like, you know, this sucks. I hate the smell of it. I hate everything about it. But uh, yeah, I was pre-med. I'm obviously not a doctor. Um, well, I'm glad you're doing this today instead of that. <laughs> yeah. I, can you imagine if I actually ended up going to med school and I had to cadaver? I mean, I would have been, oh. I, I was, I didn't do well. I just, I'm not a fan, right? So congratulations to you for being amazing at biology. I think well, that's awesome you. that you did that. I'm sure you helped a lot of people like me get through exams. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> but I just, this is a really great story because I love the fact that you started out something that you were already doing as a teacher. Yep. And you said, hey, why can't I share this with the world? And next thing you know, you sold that business. So I, I have I to mean, ask the yeah, real question. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so here's the real question. How many of your biology friends are like teacher friends or co-friends who are just like hate you right now? <laughs> I wouldn't say that they hate me, but I, I know a lot of them are looking like, man, I wish I had done something like that. Right. Because the, the things that came from it, I mean, just, just really quickly, you know, I was a high school science and math teacher, started this blog because I wanted to teach university, but I didn't have a PhD. Started the blog. The blog exploded. It landed me a job as a university professor in a doctoral program as a result of the blog, not PhD. And then I eventually left that blog to do this full time. So, it, you know, when you look at you know, this, this blogging thing, it's not just about uh, growing an audience. It's not just about building a business, but it's about the opportunities that come as a result of what you do online. Yeah, it's so amazing. I mean, it really is so amazing. So do you have any other success stories from students? 
Oh man, I have so many. Uh, okay, uh, so, let's throw one. Just give so, me one. Okay, so there's one uh, lady, Kim Sorges from notconsumed.com. She's a homeschooling mom, has four kids, a single mom, and she just started her blog to talk about, you know, the things that she was doing in her life, in her business, in her, I mean, not her business, but in her homeschool with her kids. And, and people started, you know, getting into it because she's a, a good writer and she's creating content that's providing them value and they're asking her questions. Uh, next thing you know, she grew this thing to where, you know, it's, it's a, a, a very solid six-figure business that is taking care of her entire family. And she's able to work on that blog from wherever she is. She's had some family challenges with her mm -hmm. son being diagnosed with cancer. And she was able to just, you know, focus on her child while her blog continued to make her money to continue to take care of her family. So it, it's amazing what blogging can accomplish, what, what you can accomplish through blogging and quite frankly, through what we do online in general. Do you find that um, one of the questions I was going to ask you, I was stalking you in, in FinCon in the seats because yeah. my blog is just my name. And I'm realizing that maybe that might be a mistake. I don't know. Um, do you find that it's best when you're consulting with a client that you try to create a blog that's not their name? Or you, what do you say about that? You could just yeah, speak. I find it's best to talk through what their goals are. You know, right. if your goal is to start a business that eventually you can sell, obviously you don't want to use your name. But if your goal is to build a personal brand where you are come to known as you're known as the expert, you're going around speaking on this topic and you want your name to be synonymous with the expert at XYZ, mm -hmm. then it makes a whole lot of sense uh, for you to build your name under your personal name, uh, your blog under your personal name. It just depends on your goal. If you want to bring on teams of writers and so on. It makes more sense to go with a name that's descriptive of the industry that you're in, the niche that you're in, as opposed to something that's your name. So it just all depends on your goals. Okay. Okay. Got it. So you're saying I'm wrong and I should probably change it. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. So it's official live on my show that I just got swatted. No, no, I said it could be perfect for you if you're trying to build a, per, a personal brand. It just all right, It's okay. I will cry later. I do agree with you. It's not really niched. I have thought about going more into the niche uh, side. I have not. Um, I did. My first business was in the dating niche and it was very much dating niche uh, focused. Uh -huh. The URL was very, you know, focused on that particular niche. So I do completely understand. I agree that if you want to build a personal brand, that makes sense. So right now I'm building my personal brand, even though you don't stalk me online. Less and quite, quite frankly, honestly, I think that's perfect for you because you have a, you're a person. You don't have to kiss my butt now. It's okay. No, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> this is serious stuff. You're, okay, a okay, person, right. you're a personality, right? Thank you're you. on, on radio shows and doing all these different things, nationally syndicated. Um, and I'm not saying that it's all about you, but quite frankly, you are the name of the brand. Right. Um, you are the one that is looked at as the expert. So I actually think it works for you. So I, I, I wouldn't say that you need to change your name at all. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> That's good. It? That's Did good. I fix it? Did yeah, I, you I, fixed it. <laughs> oh my god, good, good. That's funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I agree with you. I mean, I do talk about influence and influencer marketing yeah. and things like that. And I have thought about going that direction. 
uh, did talk to a guy at VinCon and he kind of had that same view. You know, he actually has, and I'm going escaping his name. He talked to him the second day. He was fascinating. He had a blog, um, Millennial Money, I think. Is that right? That, uh, there is a blogger at FinCon that is Millennial Money or My Millennial Money or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Super cool guy. But he's the only personality on that thing. So he's created a brand called yeah. It's Millennial Money. I'm giving him free stuff here. But uh, he's already been offered a, offered some offers for yeah. that domain. Uh, he has not taken it. He doesn't want to take it at this time. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But he's, I went to his site and it's almost like a cross because he is doing a niche, but he also, it's only him. Like he yep. doesn't have any outside or external writers. And I thought that was an interesting thing. Like this is his site. This is his baby. So, yeah. um, and that's kind of what I do, right? Mine is become a blogger. But when you go to become a blogger, you see this big picture you. of me. It's, it's, that's my brand. And it could have been Leslie Samuel, but I, the domain wasn't available. It, some realtor has it. Um, but become a blogger is perfect for what I teach. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's super awesome. Okay, cool. So let's go into about how to create content. So one of the challenges I hear from my clients, and I'm asking if you hear this as well. <laughs> oh my gosh, what am I going to talk about? There's only so much I can talk about with money. There's only so much I can talk about with the kids. You know, what, how do you help people figure out what to talk about? But first of all, if you think about it, people go to school and they go to college, they get their bachelor's degree, they get their master's degree, they get their PhD in like one specific thing because yeah, right? of the fact that there's just so much information out there. And if you're finding yourself struggling for content ideas, number one, maybe you don't know your niche well enough. Uh, number two, maybe you're not doing enough research. Maybe you're not learning enough invest the time. I mean, there's so many publications out there that you could be reading, so many books, so many blogs that you could be consuming content. There's so much to learn about so much that the more you consume the content, the more you have to share. Another thing that you could simply do is just think about the person that you are trying to target. All right. For me, I was targeting upper level biology students in college that were taking physiology. And then you just ask yourself, what questions are they asking? I tell a lot of my uh, students to just take out a sheet of paper and just write down a bunch of questions that your audience yeah. members might be asking. And then just go and start answering the, those questions. That's your content for the next year. Uh, th this whole idea of running out of content ideas. Listen, if you consume enough content and you are educating yourself about your industry well, you're going to have way, way more, more than enough content ideas than you can even create. That's a really, really good point. I mean, I talk about entrepreneurship and influence and podcasting. Yep. And I'm, um, what I do is, uh, I'm on, you know, Google alerts, yeah. you know, and put podcasts, podcasting, female and podcasting, stuff like that. And some of the stuff that comes out of it's just like, Oh my God, that's gold. You know, oh yeah. my God, talk about that. Or, you know, what's the latest and greatest of what's happening. Maybe I didn't write about this subject, but I can say, Hey, I just read something in the wall street journal about this, 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 what do you think? And this is what my thoughts are. Yeah. Tell me what you think? I mean, exactly. We don't always have to be the one to come up with the data. You know, there's no, a guy don't. I know in crypto. He does the same thing. He just, he literally reads the news for you on his show. Like, here's the news of crypto today. And he reads it. He doesn't develop it. Yeah. He goes out and gets it, you know? So I think 
and this might going going to go into that point is like, I think there's an ongoing point of content, but I will have to say this, Leslie, What's that? I did get my master's degree in online marketing. Oh, nice. I did. I did. And I could have taught the class. Just kidding. Um, and I think it's interesting to have a PhD and master's degree and all that. And I know you're an education guy, so I know you respect that. But nowadays you don't have to have all that, you know, to really be successful in any niche, I don't think. Oh, I 100% agree. I mean, if you think about it, I said I was a university professor without a PhD. I don't think you need any of those degrees in order to create content that provides value. You just need to create the content. And and, and in, in some ways, the person that's just out there learning the content can oftentimes teach the content way better than the person with the PhD. So no, you don't need no stinking PhD to be no, <laughs> wow, no professional blogger. I'm yeah. saying I, I am 100% a believer in that. I, I wanted to share one other quick tactic that I just yeah, taught, go, go, go. taught my members uh, the other day. If you're, also, you're still struggling for ideas, join a few Facebook groups. Uh, in your niche, and then go into that Facebook group. And this is what I want you to do. In the search for the group section, um, type in how do with in quotation marks. And then you're going to get all kinds of things of people saying, how do you do this? How do I do this? And how do, and this, and you, the, the, the number of ideas that can come from that, it is absolutely priceless. That is so smart. This is why I stalked you. There you this go. Is, it's it's paid off, right? <laughs> this is why I semi-stalked you. Yeah. There you go. You know, you gotta be careful nowadays of like stalking, you know? <laughs> it's like people get all weird. Like, you know? Anyway, I just think it's funny. I, I, that's actually, I've never heard that ever. Yeah, it it, it works. Uh, my members, they went and they did it. And so many of them came back and they were like, oh my word, this yeah. was so revealing. I know exactly yeah. what these people are struggling with now. That is really smart. I didn't even, one, I didn't even know that you could do that in a group. Yeah. I didn't know. How, so in quotation, how do, right? Yeah. Just put um, it in how do or any other kind of uh, how to or how, how to, do right. I or whatever. I put how do because that's kind of generic. Yeah. And I was yeah. surprised at the amount of information that I got. And it's just like, and it goes back all the way back from the beginning of the group. So you exactly everything that people want to know about. Exactly. Wow. We can just end the interview now. Like that. All right. Well, that's it. I'm no, gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Peace. Um, that was, that's, that's, that's freaking smart. Cause even myself, sometimes I'm like, what, am, you know, exactly. But going somewhere and going, how do, and just seeing, even as two years ago, five years ago, six years ago, three months ago, it's still relevant today. That's really, yeah. that's actually really smart. Wow. Okay. Really? That's really awesome. Okay. So we talked about something, um, off camera, we talked about podcasting and uh-huh. we had a little argument, I call it, um, oh, a baffle, huh. a stiff, <laughs> sounds better. Um, so what, we, uh, what I asked him, everyone, is I said, do you think podcasting is a type of social media? And then I asked, is podcasting a type of blogging? His response was no on both. That's fine. But I want- you like to simplify my response. I his response was no. He just thinks they all suck. <laughs> yeah. This is how he responded to me. He's such a jerk. Just kidding. He was super sweet. He was super sweet. Um, but I'm not going to say that. Super sweet. Super sweet. But I want to talk about that. It's really interesting. So when I asked you the question, 
do you think podcast is the type of social media you said the answer was no but let's no let's i said there. i said not directly not okay and All then right. i went ahead to descri- describe why i say that and it's right. basically this with social media it's kind of like a conversation um, mm-hmm. where I can talk to you and you can directly talk back to me, whether it's in the comments or whatever the case might be. Now, when I put my podcast on iTunes, you listen to my podcast. Yeah. And then if you want to engage with me, you have to go somewhere else to engage with me, whether that is on Facebook or on Twitter or whatever. I think that I think podcasting can be a really good part of your overall social media strategy. But is it directly social media? I wouldn't define it as that. Okay. I disagree. That's okay. That's all good. I, I, mean, would, love to, I would love to hear your opinion. Uh, well, here's why. Because I repurpose mine. So mine goes onto my blog where they can comment. Okay. It, on, it repurposes into a social media YouTube video where they can comment. You know, so that's what I mean by that. Now, I, I agree with you. So in other words, you are... You- so in other words, you are now using this podcast on different social media yes. platforms to yes. as a part of your overall social media strategy. You gotta be right, don't you, Leslie? You well, you know, right. it's, it's, it's one of those curses, you know, you wake up and you're like, what am I going to be today? Ah, let's oh, be right. Let's be right. That's the teacher in you. That's fine. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll totally give you that. But um, you you work with social media manager, examiner. That's why I was asking if you think that that's a part of that genre. And I, I, and I, I have to say this. Yeah. I do believe that podcasting is one of the absolute, if not the best way to engage with people on a deeper level. And, and let me tell you why I say that. Because this is the only medium out there that I know of online where people will for the most part, sit down and listen to you uninterrupted for an extended period of time. On, uh, if you have an hour-long YouTube video, I guarantee you I'm not watching it. But if you have an hour-long podcast that's engaging, I'm going to listen to you. There's so many people that walked up to me at events and they hear my voice and they're like, hey, are you Leslie Samuel? Yeah. Oh, I connected with you on your podcast. How's your son Noah doing? And this and that. Because you can connect with people at a, at a much deeper level than me writing content on my blog. That is mm-hmm. a fact. And it's something I've experienced over and over. The deepest connections that my audience gets with me is, in the, is the result of my podcast. Which mm-hmm. almost, okay, I'm going to concede slightly. Just slightly. Slightly. Which because of that factor, they get to connect with me in a deeper way. To a certain extent, it has that social media-ish aspect to it. I got an ish. Yeah, let's go with that. I got an ish. All right. I got an ish. That's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Sounds good. So so you're right as well. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I will notate that for anyone who cares. There you go. Um, Okay. So before, I want to ask you more questions, but I want to jump in. Where can they find you? Uh, so yeah, I'm at becomeablogger.com. I also have a free course that if anyone that wants to get started with blogging, they can go to from idea to blog.com. Nice. Nice. Okay, great. And repeat that one more time. From idea to blog.com. And you could do the number two or the letters T O doesn't matter from idea nice. to blog. Look at you both. And you got it. That was smart. You're kind of smart that way. Well, thank All you. right. 
So, all right, we're about to wrap it up here. So I want to kind of give the people a last minute couple tips on how to get started. Go, obviously go to your website. You have a full course, but share with us, share with us some things that people are like, oh my gosh, should I get started? Am I too late? Am I too late? Is it dead? Should I do it? Like, what would you say to them? Okay. So the first thing that I would say is I want you to think about, first of all, I want you to look to see what's already out there and, and, and think about this question. What could I do that's slightly different? Like, yeah. Okay. There are a bunch of biology blogs out there, but when I did my search and my research, I saw that a lot of them were very complex and they had research articles and all these different things. And nobody really broke down the concepts with simple videos, like concept in like neurobiology and physiology and so on. They just didn't make it simple enough. So I said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to come in and do just that. And that gave me a ridiculous edge and that caused the blog to go from zero to 100,000 visitors in a month. So, so wow. well, no, not in a month from zero to 100, but in a month, I had 100,000 people visit the blog. Wow, <laughs> um, that's so, huge. That's yeah, it is. And it's because I created great content from a slightly unique perspective. Mm-hmm. And then I used social media to, to grow the audience for the blog. Did you have a podcast with your last, the biology? No, I didn't. I thought about it and that would have been, um, that would have been great for that channel. I have, uh, I have another friend that also does pre-med stuff online and podcasting has really grown his business significantly. They should probably have an entire podcast. Like, are you pre-med student and stressed? I know, right? (laughs) That could be the title. Right, of every it. episode. <laughs> yeah, I got a chance to meet some pre-med students when I was uh, in pre-med. Like pre-med, they were pre-med in, they, in med school, right? Uh-huh, yep. And they just had this look of constant stress the hell oh, out. Yeah. Like they were walking around with this look. And so I thought, do I really want this in my life? And the answer was no. So here I we are talking understand. about blogging. <laughs> <laughs> not that that's not bad. I mean, I'd rather do that than cadavers and really weird. Cadavers are great. Oh, that was my favorite. You're Anyhow, strange. I am weird. I'm a weirdo. I yeah, accept you're it. Strange. You're strange. I'll ask the wife. Wife, is he strange? Yes. Okay. Yes, we're, he good. Is. we're good. All right. Uh, so thank you for this. Thanks for being here. Thanks for letting me stalk you a little. You're awesome. I really appreciate it. Um, thanks for being here. So we're, you know, I just want to leave people with like, just kind of some inspiration from what you've created and where they can find you and just kind of let you just share the stage of like, you know, just really inspire people and what they could be doing with their lives. I am this little guy from the Island of St. Martin that moved to America to study biology. Uh, I started a blog and as a result of this blog, I was able to land my dream job as a university professor, leave my dream job to build a, a business that takes care of my entire family. Today, I spend more time with my family than ever before and that I ever could have imagined. I've built a business that is helping me to accomplish the goals that I want to accomplish, travel all over the world and speak to crowds in different parts of the globe. Blogging can be great for you. So if it's something that you're thinking about, if you know that you have some value to provide to the world and you absolutely do, then stop thinking about it, get started. Whether it's, quite frankly, whether it's a blog, 
or a podcast, a YouTube channel. You have too much going on inside of that amazing brain of yours to keep to yourself. So start taking action and make it happen. That's what I want to leave you on. Wow. I feel like I just like massive Tony Robbins. That was great. I mean, that was really awesome. I mean, seriously, that was great because it really does show what's possible. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's something I'm passionate about. My tagline is changing the world one blog at a time because I believe what you're doing, you know, you're interviewing entrepreneurs and different people that are doing uh, inspiring things and you're sharing that with someone, with people. That even if it's one person that listens to this podcast or listens to your last podcast or whatever you do online, the fact that you are creating it, you're putting it out there and that is having an impact. And too many of us try to play it safe by not doing these things because it seems risky. But look at the potential for not just building a business, but having that impact on people all over the world. I just encourage you to just stop thinking about it and just start doing. I love it. That's so true. I'm going to go start a blog right now. There you go. All right. Thanks for having. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, I really do want to say thank you for that. And I just love your story. It was great to meet you and everyone go check his, uh, go check his website out. Say it one more time for everybody. From idea to blog.com. It'll, I will walk you through the exact steps. I will hold your hand virtually and you can look over my shoulder and I will show you exactly what to click and how to do it. I love it. I love it. I'll be going to that course myself. All right, everyone, this is Heather Havenwood. Check me out. I'm at heatherhavenwood.com as well as iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Roku, YouTube, and Instagram. Find me Instagram at heatherhavenwood.com. Until next time, this is Heather Havenwood, and go be amazing. Bye. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Thank you for listening to Like a Boss, helping you rise to the top. Join Heather's Mastermind at InfluencerTribe.com, where she helps you become an influencer and dominate your field. Follow Heather Havenwood on Instagram. Interested in interviewing or scheduling a call with Heather? Go to callwithheather.com. For more, go to heatherhavenwood.com.